Tim Curry's not only in it, he's bringing powerful sexual energy to that children's film. Guys, I have really bad news. We're going to watch Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest as like our next hangout. No, I think my audacity stopped recording. Oh, no. <laughs> so oh, no. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Good evening, morning, afternoon, sports fans. You might be wondering, why is Alex doing the intro? It's because I'm not DMing tonight. Instead, we are going to be doing what we have been referring to in chat as Brandon's zany adventure. Uh, and given that I will not be able to capture the pure, raw, zany energy, uh, Brandon is going to be uh, GMing this game. And I, along with our normal beloved cast of Alan, Joshua, and Chapman, will be attempting to ruin all of his hard work this time. <laughs> I love. Thank you for that introduction. But uh, let me uh, throw a little uh, stick in your spokes there. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of hard work that went into this uh, because <laughs> as I was writing it yesterday, since you didn't tell me until almost 10 o'clock last night <laughs> that you would be happy if I DM'd, uh, I wrote a lot of stuff that was just sort of pointing in a direction. And I was like, Alex will figure it out. Bless uh, which, you. Which I, is generally I love what that I, you have that much faith in me and that I immediately upended it. No, it's fine. But, uh, I, you know, that's generally what I do when I'm writing an adventure for other people to run is I just it's it's laziness cloaked uh, in the uh, the attitude of they're they're smart people. They'll figure it out. Uh, and they usually do. I really love our, our cold open with Alex on the podcast that she runs and usually is the GM for being like, I bet you're wondering why you're hearing my voice right now. <laughs> and people being like, what podcast am I listening to? <laughs> um, but yeah, tonight's a substitute teacher night uh, and we will get through as much of this as we want to and uh, see how unplanned it ended up being. But we've got a little bit of housekeeping to do first. I love the idea that it's a zany adventure and we made zany characters and that it's just going to become the most serious podcast episode we've ever recorded so in our serious. young lives. So serious. I'm never like Grave of the Fireflies anime, the adventure. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah. All right. We got uh, a little bit of housekeeping to do first before we get into this, and then I'm going to have everybody introduce their characters. So um, without context, I'm going to prompt you all for some stuff, and I just need you to give me a good solid answer for it. Um, give me a named region. Jehoshaphat. All right. Uh, give me a profession. Miller. Blacksmith. Uh, I heard Mill. Is that Milner or Miller? It was it was Millsmith. OK, they make the mills. <laughs> mm -hmm. Are we about to whose line is it anyway? This game no. more of a Mad Libs. <laughs> um, give me a place. Boston. All right. <laughs> Boston. That works. Another place. Uh, Fenway Park. <laughs> Person's name. Michael. Fred. I heard Michael. I heard Michael Ed. It's a hyphen. OK, Michael Ed. Um, Michael Ed Murray. Okay. <laughs> Josh, do you want to add a hyphen on that so everybody can have a hand in it? Oh, Fred was me. So that is me mm -hmm. adding a hyphen on that. Okay. So I'm going to make it then Michael Ed Fred Murray. <laughs> um, and I apologize that this list is medium sized, but I wanted to make sure we had enough. Um, all right. Give me a body part. Make it family friendly or scientific, unless you're talking about genitals, in which case default to family friendly. The, the, thigh. Tendon. 
Weenus. <laughs> <laughs> the Weenus. Is that actually the like medical name for that? It sounds Latin enough. The Weenus. Yeah. What? The, it, it's the, the it's this. Oh, we're talking about different things. Yeah, it's it's the part of it's the skin on your elbow. I was like, somebody needs to go back to health class. No, it's it's the part <laughs> of your elbow that like the skin on your elbow. Is that is that is that like that? That sounds made up. Okay, homeschool kid. While you're looking, while you're looking that up, somebody give me a rare natural feature, like something you'd find in nature. Yeah, weenus is a slang word for the excess or loose skin at the joint of one's elbow, which is technically referred to as olecranal skin. All right. Well, tell you what, weenuses are natural, so that's our natural feature. It's believed to have originated from an Egyptian pharaoh named Weenus. No, it is not. And probably was accepted as a creative variation on something else, which was funny. Praise be to God King Weenus. We did not have, like... The curse of the tomb of Weenus would be a fantastic (laughs) adventure. Loose skin. Oh, we gotta write that. (laughs) Give me me a number between 8 and 88. 72. Okay. Uh, give me an accent. French. French. Yeah. Yeah. Marriage. An example of niche merchandise. Um, Nationals uh, bobbleheads. Uh, I was going to do um, like, um, oh, what do you call it? Like drink coasters with like novelty um, like stands. Coasters with stands? Yeah. What? Okay, just I'll delete it. Roller coasters. <laughs> that's what they are. Hatsune Miku statues. They're no, coasters they, on wheels. They're called roller coasters. Are you talking about like collectible coasters on like display stands? Yes. Okay. Okay. That that makes sense. Um, a strange facial feature? A horn. An, an cleft an chin. elbow. An elbow. It's a strange facial feature. Go with horn. Um, a perfectly appropriate pattern or design. Paisley. Paisley. Oh yeah. yeah. I will. I will say just to make sure that you understand that perfectly appropriate was in quotes. You didn't quote it with your hand, so because I'm typing. <laughs> Give me the name of a fictional bird. Shoot, Snoopy and whatever that bird's name is. Woodstock. Woodstock. Wait, like do you want like a species or? Paul Woodstock. A northern Woodstock. There it is. Yeah, sure. Northern Paul Woodstock. Mm-hmm. You know what the call of the northern Woodstock is? No. Ah! It's like, oh, it, oh, it, oh, it, oh, it. If there's a joke there, I'm not getting it. Yeah, I'm not either. No, I, I was just making noises. Okay. I'm just trying to give you the real call. Yeah. All right. What? Yeah. What is the perk of a job? Getting paid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Highly specialized room. Coffee room. All right, we've got several of these. Another highly specialized room. Butler's pantry. Another one. Uh, cheese foyer. Ooh. Is it made of cheese? Whoa. Oh, my God. Why would you say that about the cheese foyer? <laughs> I'm just asking. <laughs> it's the room before the room made of cheese. Duh. Mm. Oh God. Good God. Uh, Almost the, done. Uh, couch storage. Okay. Two more of these. Uh, the bandaged room. Uh, there, I did hear a D at the end of that. Yeah, bandaged room, yeah. All right, there's some contracting work going on there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Our final specialized room. Um, A spare sock repository? Yeah, and depository. (laughs) Leave a sock, leave a sock. 
shot from the Texas sock depository. Yeah. <laughs> Take one, leave one, baby. And then finally, give me a named region. Cataphract. Okay, so now I would like everybody to go around and introduce your one-shot characters that I'm sure you don't care anything about. And we'll start with Alex. Uh, so I'm going to be playing Edna Wifflebottom, the halfling grandma wizard. Um, her prepared spells are only prepared in that she knits sigils as doilies and then just sort of yeets them and they turn into the spell. Uh, she's new to adventuring. Uh, she just kind of wants to do something fun uh, now that her husband has passed and her children have left the nest. Uh, she's just looking for the new chapter in her life. All right. With a name like Wifflebottom, she sounds like in her younger days, she might have had a saucy trading card. She she wore them wiffle bottom jeans and the boots with the fur. Excellent. All right, Alon. I am Lazarus Valentine, <laughs> a vampire of much age. I have great wisdom I share regularly. I can tell I'm going to love listening to you talk. <laughs> yeah, I've got, an, I've got the I've got the idiom generator up, and I'm going to try to work one into every line. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Josh, what do you got for me? Well. Folks around these parts call me Waverly Greenhide. I'm a green dragonborn druid who's been known to spend a little time on the plains. Are you, do you fly first class or do you fly coach? I exclusively fly coach. I ain't got no highfalutin first class money. How good would it be? He's like, I fly first class and I rob coach. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Damn it. So much better than what I said. We'll Never. just we'll just dub Alon's comment over top of yours. <laughs> um, Chapman. Hey, 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 hey. it's me, Ethan Hawkins. <laughs> I, I'm a sorcerer, charlatan, tiefling, <laughs> and I'm a lawful evil. Are all of us casters? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm getting I'm getting the impression that this uh, this Ethan Hawkins is a please. It's pronounced Ethan Hawkins. <laughs> I'm getting the impression that this Ethan Hawkins is a real character. <laughs> In fact, from this description, I randomly generated Ethan Hawkins is is sly and devious, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. On top of that. Ethan Hawkins is also blunt, angry, and criminal. But they're not as prominent and counteracted by habits of being captivating as well. <laughs> Chapman, are these in different fonts, which is why you're aggressively changing your tone? No, this is just how you pronounce Ethan Hawkins. <laughs> I am sincerely hoping that the name is written with brackets around it, <laughs> as if to be filled in later. <laughs> Spoiler alerted. Hey, are, Waverly Greenhide, are you a caster? Well, I'm a I'm a druid. That's a sort of like a caster, I guess. This is beyond my wildest expectations. This is fan <laughs> fantastic. I reckon if all of us done get TPK'd, then that's just another successful outing for our gang, which I will now call the the bootstraps. A cracked road leads to injury. I'm writing down the bootstraps in case I have need to use oh, it. Oh, <laughs> that's why I have a new hit. That happened to me once. Okay. Uh, so 
let's say you all have been uh, an adventuring party or at least uh, a group of people who tolerate each other enough to fight monsters once in a while for for a couple of years now. I'm not sure how we met. Uh, tell us how we met. We met at the Casters Club. The Casters Club. Okay, yeah, that works. We, we thought it was like like a, a a professional thing, but it ended up just being like a nightclub. I just want to um, meet new people, and it seemed like it was going to be a good social event. There was bowling. I brought my fishing rod. I thought that we were going to be admiring some high-quality office chairs. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, um, so the party receives a letter as, uh, as you're recovering from your latest adventure, uh, you've just finished battling a deadly Miller, which made its lair deep within Boston. And you're now relaxing at Fenway park. And, uh, you open the, the letters delivered to you, you open it and it says, friends, your services and reputation have been commended to me by a mutual acquaintance. Perhaps you remember them. Michael, Ed, Fred, Marie. Anyway. <laughs> The TLDR is thus. Our recently happy village of Valleybrook is decidedly more recently unhappy. A large environmental engineering project is underway downriver from us, and it threatens the very survival of our bucolic hamlet. All entreaties to the builders are received only with lulls and rude gestures. We humbly ask for all the help you can give in saving our town. Details when you get here. Please hurry. Mayor Weenus. Sounds like we're about to fern gully this rainforest. It's been so long since I've seen Fern Gully. It's was it just a company that was tearing down the forest in that? Yeah, it was a logging company. Okay, I think, I think it was like legit the rainforest too. Yeah, it was a it was legit a rainforest. It was being logged by a company, and then because they cut down a tree that had an evil spirit of smog and Tim Curry sealed into it, then you get this weirdly sexual smog song. I don't remember this, but I'm I'm about it. I don't remember Tim Curry being in that, but I will. He is in <laughs> Fern Gully. The rest, so is Robin Williams. I think he was the embodiment of Bitcoin. <laughs> um, okay, uh, are we done with the Fern Gully conversation, or do we need to continue that thread for a moment? Please close it. <laughs> All right. So it's a few days' journey to the uh, watercolor esque environs of Valley Brook. Uh, here in the mountains, you see creeks and ponds and springs living in harmony with all the happy trees and happy rocks. Snow crunches beneath your feet. Uh, the region's alpine altitude is responsible for uh, the, the all the snow, despite it being midsummer. As you crest a hill that straddles the border between a large hill and a slightly larger hill, you can gaze down and see the frosty tops of vaguely Tudor cottages and businesses. You have arrived at Valley Brook. Uh, now... Uh, as I said, you're on sort of like a large hill near a slightly larger hill. Uh, so there's kind of a, it's kind of a steep situation. So you're, you're estimating the grade is somewhere is something like 72 degrees. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So it's gonna, it's gonna take a little bit to get down there. You are aware that I'm on my second hip, right? I didn't know that when I was writing this, Miss Wifflebottom. <laughs> and also blame who said 72. <laughs> We're just watching Miss Wifflebottom yell at the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Shaking her cane that is yeah. also her arcane focus. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So uh, how do you all want to try and uh, get down this hill? We'll start it out with like a, a nice, simple skill challenge that's almost a vertical descent. 
So what I'm thinking is obviously we're adventurers. So one, at least one of us is wearing a cloak. We put down the cloak and, uh, Wiffle, Edna will sit on it and wait for someone to grab the ends of it and gently slide her down <laughs> the hill. That is. At a 72 incline, I don't think she's going to be gently anything. Yeah. I don't, she'll be whizzing down the hill. Down. The, uh, the runaway truck ramps aren't even going to help you there. <laughs> yeah. She's going to hit the other hill and catch air. <laughs> I, I have an idea, uh, Brandon, if you will allow. I'm sure I'd I will. Like, I'd like to cast Entangle on the hill. To uh-huh. create a series of roots, not that will grasp at us, but that will create sort of like footholds for us to use to go down. Okay. Um, yeah, roll, roll an arcana. All right. Oh, no. What did you get? Six. Six? Um, yeah. All right. Just narrate for me how the casting of the spell goes. Don't presume an outcome, but uh, just sort of tell me what uh, what your body is going through with such... Uh, like all the effort uh, that and energy you're having to pour into this spell. Well, yeah, the first thing I do is, as goes with any time I'm trying to cast Entangle, is I pull out my trusty vine whip lasso and I wheel it around my head a few times and then I try to throw it on out to where I'm attempting to entangle things and <laughs> we, we see how that turns out for me. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you feel the energy sort of draining out of your body. It's going down through your feet into the very earth. And you can sort of sense it like ley lines as it goes. And you can see roots popping out here and again. Not really as many as you were expecting uh, or hoping for. It seems like with a little bit of luck uh, and no strong winds, you might uh, you might be able to succeed on this. But it's just taken so much out of you. Uh, roll a constitution check. Um. I don't know what you want me to roll for uh, Edna's SSX tricky toboggan ride. We'll get there in just a second. Beautiful. That's a seven, and I'm not rolling this die anymore. Okay. Take one level of exhaustion. No. <laughs> um, I want Edna to do two rolls for me. Mm-hmm. I, w- I want a dexterity uh, roll and... Saving? <sighs> yeah, let's go ahead and make it a saving throw. I okay. wasn't going to be mean, but um, sure, let's make it a saving throw. Uh, and then also just roll like uh, an intelligence check for me. All right. So that dexterity check was a seven. Mm-hmm. The, oh, um, so the intelligence check, I have a plus seven in intelligence, but I rolled a one. So. Uh, well, that's fine. If it's a saving throw, if it's just normal, I rolled, it's a plus four, but I roll, I crit failed no matter what. Yeah, no, it's fine. I was having you roll the intelligence check to see if you would just recognize the amount of sheer mortal danger that you were in. So you're just blissfully ignorant as, uh, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> Mr. Magoo my way through this game. Exactly. You should have given her a Jim Backus accent. That would, <laughs> that would have worked out. Um, but so did somebody actually pull, pull your cloak? To launch you down? Your girl just sack racing her way down. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, yeah. Roll roll me one more dex check on that as well. What is this die? It's a six. Okay. 
All right, roll uh, roll roll one d six and take that much damage. Uh, but you eventually make your way down to the bottom of the hill, just all bumped and bruised. So delightfully, I only took one damage. I'm rolling low, but it's consistent. <laughs> you could have easily said roll wall. <laughs> You're you are now adding a bruised bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. So what's, uh, what's Sam the Eagle and Ethan Hawkins, or excuse me, Ethan Hawkins doing? Sam the Hawkins. Um, yeah. <laughs> Lazarus Eagle Valentine. Mm-hmm. I- I'm climbing down the, the, the vines that were created, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm cutting them behind me so nobody can follow. <laughs> Your character class is asshole. Okay. Um, all right. I'm going to say uh, you make it down fine, even though it's it's very treacherous. And I'm only saying that because you tried to do it in somewhat of a normal fashion, as opposed to other people who basically put themselves in a tractor tire and rolled themselves down the hill. <laughs> uh, the cheat. <laughs> um, all right. Lazarus. So this might be a great time to ask this question. My character mm-hmm. sheet is completely randomly generated. Mm-hmm. I can do this again. The only reason I say that is because I would be dying from light exposure, sunlight exposure very quickly. Maybe that's not maybe that's how, not how vampires work in this universe. True. How do vampires... Mm-hmm. I'm, again, I'm fine re-rolling this whole thing. Just as It'll just one button. You could just carry an umbrella. I, the way I see it, we could do two things. Uh-huh. We can we can do Twilight Vampires. Right. Or, uh-huh. to make things real interesting, yeah. your your character has a curse, and you have to re-roll your character sheet oh, yeah. uh, every every little bit. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm re-rolling every X amount of time. Yeah. So I start walking, uh, and I'm just like, oh, oh, ah, ah, and just like bits of my flesh are just falling off me from the sun. You molt. <laughs> yeah, and I molt into a new <laughs> caster still. <laughs> um, but I, I have kept my, I did, I mean, I'm keeping my race as an Aarakocra since I have Eagle as a middle name now that's been assigned to me. Okay. And, uh. And since I am an air coker, I'm going to just fly down this hill. Okay, that's fair. He's going to fly. And I go, uh, and I, I, I say an idiom, of course, while I'm flying. I say, turning a town into a city. Is there more than that? <laughs> that's literally what he gave me. Using a hamster to power a plane? I say as I look down at Edna Wifflebottom just hitting tons <laughs> of rocks and doing some jumps and Razel comes on the mic and is like, Garibaldi, Garibaldi Alps. I love that the whole idea of your character being a vampire, just, it was just kind of an afterthought of like, oh, what if this isn't at night or in a cave? I know. I didn't even think about that until you were like, it's bright, like midday, even in in the middle of summer, despite the snow. And as you were going through that, I was like, I'd be dead. So that's, not gonna be great. No, it's fine. Episode. I don't know. Yeah, I could also just die and then. No, it's fine. It I like this idea of your character at very inopportune moments molting into an entirely different character that has the same name and voice. Great. You tell me at any point in time when I molt, and I will. All right. Do so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That's that's this is how Phoenixes that's work in this world. Yeah. I'm an eagle. I'm a phoenix. <laughs> so, uh, oh, Alex, did you have something to add? <laughs> Sam the Phoenix. That that actually is pretty great. I want somebody to draw Sam the Eagle as a giant flaming phoenix. That would be awesome. Uh, so you're all through various means and methods have made it down the hill. Um, from the stupidest ideas all the way up to the best ideas, which were just flying down there. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you can see maybe like 100 yards away, um, the, you, you can see the town sort of like lightly bustling. Like it's not metropolitan bustling, but it's solid, you know, uh, rural West Virginia bustling. Um, and uh, you see people milling about doing their business and stuff like that. So uh, and you can read doing their business however you want to, because, you know, it's it's vaguely medieval times. So, you know, that lots of stuff happens out in the open. So um, you all are free to approach the city and interact with the environment as you wish. I approach the n- nearest person. I'm going to Alex. What were you going to do? No, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm waiting. Okay. All right. Uh, so the nearest person is, let's see. The nearest person is about, I don't know, like halfway between you and the town. It looks like they're minding some kind of garden uh, that's out there. There looks like they're very hurriedly picking crops. Um, like it's like winter crops, like uh, gourds and stuff like that. Uh, looks like they're just in a huge hurry to get them all taken care mm-hmm. of. I fly and land from above them like literally just right next to them and i go like i go shadows of the past can become shadows of the present do you do you do like do you do like a uh, like a superhero landing like on your fist uh like yeah, coming down super fast yeah, of course of course and i do it into a pumpkin okay so you destroy their crops okay so you smash you smash your hand into the pumpkin as you land and what was what was your idiom again shadows of the past can become shadows of the present i think i'm going to make a new rule for your character too that when you want to cast a spell you have to find an an at least somewhat appropriate idiom to say yeah to that's to trigger it um the uh the character looks back at like the, the gardener just like throws themselves back uh, and they look up at you terrified. They don't look like, you know, like sort of Monty Python and the Holy Grail peasants with like dirt all over their faces and everything. It's, uh, you know, very, very clean looking uh, medieval folk. Um, you know, maybe I would say technology on par somewhere with like the 1700s or something like that. Uh, but is, uh, you know, they look back up and they're just like, Sacre bleu. What else you? What are you talking about? <laughs> when comfort turns to discomfort, there is always a source. Who are you? I am. You sound like Dexter after he gets stuck in Omelet du Fromage. You know, this is the best French accent I have. I blame the two of you that said French. <laughs> <laughs> I am Lazarus Valentine, a ex- Vampire. It's actually a weirdly appropriate name if he's actually a phoenix. Oh, that's true. Good job. You get you get an inspiration, Alex. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so I'll ex- use it to re-roll some of these awful rolls I have. <laughs> mm-hmm. The guy is just standing there, just like still like in a sort of a light phase of shock mm-hmm. looking at you. Like he's he's he, he's desperate for you to talk some sense. If you had to label your three greatest fears, what would they be? 
They would be in order of importance. The water, the water, and the water. Ah, drinking the sea when you're thirsty. Edna, very used to this kind of encounter, is going to kind of hobble up a little bit and be like, excuse me, young man. I like, so is Edna like meta playing now? She's like, she's very used to this kind of encounter as in a social encounter. She's very used to Lazarus uh, horrifying the local populace. Oh, okay. And given that she travels with Lazarus, who's clearly insane, an evil tiefling and a cowboy dragonborn, she's kind of used to having to be the face. Okay. All right. That's, that's fine. I understand what you're saying now. So, okay. Excuse me, young man. Perhaps you could help me. Uh, perhaps uh, your your friend is very confusing with his deep wisdom that he cannot stop spouting. You can stop a clock, but time will tick on. Oh yes, he's a. Uh, she's going to like gently take his hand and sort of pat it affectionately. Oh, he is just the way he is. You mentioned something about the water. Yes, I, I guess you're new to the area. Oh, yes, I actually, um, I did such a wonderful uh, speed down your lovely hill there. I think I hurt myself. Oh, I'm sorry. You should have uh, gone uh, further down and taken the tramway. Pardon? I mean, it's a very steep hill. There is, uh, you know, we are we are an alpine town. You know, it's almost by law that we have to have the tramway. <laughs> Did I did I hear you say you've got a funicular? That is correct. Funic- you watch your mouth, young man. Funicular, funicular. Uh. <laughs> it's been such a long time since I set foot on a funicular. I reckon. Language. What? Well, I I tell you, we have really made a tourist attraction of our funicular. We have, uh, you know, there's entertainment in each car. Uh, there is a wet bar. Uh, we put the fun in funicular. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're asking me about the water. That is uh, that is correct. Surely you have heard the news of the dam that is being built upstream. No, this is news to us. Oh, well, you, you must go speak to the mayor. I know he has reached out to several adventuring groups to try and solve this problem for us. Uh, pardon? Several groups? Well, you don't want to put all of your eggs in one basket when it comes to an adventuring group. They might find a cave while they're on their way, stop and explore it, get killed. Uh, you you have to, it's a quantity game, really. I rolled a natural 18 for a fend. I have. I don't know what stat that will do for me, but I wanted you to know that I am that level of offended. I am sorry you are offended by our mayor's practical way of thinking in this very dangerous world we have, full of monsters and world-ending threats. Etiquette is etiquette, young man. I don't care if the sky is falling down or a lich is eating the children. There are manners to be considered. You cannot worry yourself with manners in the face of ultimate aquatic destruction. I assure you, yes, I can. I would also like to lampshade for anybody listening that I'm fully aware that my French accent sounds like Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's immediately where I was going. Glute does not stick to everything. That is true, Lazarus. Thank you for your contribution. Well, if you're going to stick to anything, you need to stick to the mayor. He is the one that can give you the information you need. 
Do you know where we could find the mayor? I do. He is in the mayor's office. Oh, well, that would make quite a deal of sense. It's, uh, go, go through the town, uh, you know, uh, it's uh, going to be laid out like probably most towns that you've seen. Uh, you know, lots of the normal shops and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> we, al- we, also have, uh, we also have a collectible coaster store. That's part of the, the tourist economy around here. Uh, they're, they're all very local. Uh, they're bespoke uh, for people who come in. I very much love your town. It's very generic. Uh, indeed. We tried to do some things to set it apart from the other generic fantasy towns in the area. Uh, we really want to become the hub for the tourists. That's why we have the funicular. We have the coasters where you can get your name and you can get your uh, your your image sort of magically inscribed upon the coaster. It's very nice. I'm certain the imminent drowning also does wonders for the tourism. It would be better, indeed, if we were in a much lower elevation, because then we could talk about a natural lake that we could bring people to. As it stands, we will probably just be flooded and frozen. Oh, dear. Well, speaking of glaciers, let's move on towards the mayor's office. Anybody else have closing words for the sky? No. No. (laughs) Ethan Hawkins has no closing words for the sky. But let's move to <laughs> the mayor's office. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so as uh, as the uh, generic uh, French gardener said, as he was hurriedly getting his gourd crops, um, the town is uh, is largely familiar to anybody who's been in this kind of town before. You've got uh, a sort of a cobbled main thoroughfare. There's a there's a fountain in the center. It's lined with uh, stores and residences and things. It goes back for maybe like two or three houses deep on either side of the road. Uh, it looks like there's sort of like a central square where they have festivals and get-togethers and things like that. There's a small hotel. Uh, which speaks to them trying to become sort of a center of tourism in the area. And indeed, there is a uh, custom coaster store uh, that is located right off of the uh, central square uh, next to a pretzel shop and a sausage shop. Um, I'm going to go steal a sausage. All right. Sure. Okay. The sausage. The sausage shop is set up like... I don't know, kind of like a deli, except instead of a big display window, they've got, uh, it's, uh, you know, a little place where you can walk up and purchase stuff. And they've got stuff hanging like, uh, like, uh, you know, sort of Christmas Carol-esque. They've got meats hanging from that window and you can just walk up and get stuff. There's a butcher that's working up there and there are several folks over there um, trying to pick up uh, their dinners and things like that. But you can clearly see uh, in that place, along with like several other places in town, people are... There's there's uh, sort of a malaise about the town right now. Uh, you, you, you really are feeling a lot of tension and dread from folks. Um, tempers seem short, that kind of thing. Is there anything that the um, sausage maker would clearly uh, feel embarrassed or like a lack of confidence about? I'm sure there is. Uh, let me let me consult his character traits <laughs> in the character trait generator. He is claustrophobic. And you can tell 
because he's just standing very close to the window and the entire inside, if you look into his uh, his deli, there there are no interior walls. It's it's a very open space and you can see light coming down. He, so he's clearly got a skylight at the top to help him feel less boxed in. Open concept deli. And his t-shirt that says small spaces suck doesn't hurt either. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to walk up to him. What are you? Afraid of <laughs> enclosed spaces? <laughs> Roll intimidation? <laughs> are you afraid of enclosed spaces? Uh, yeah, roll roll intimidation on that guy. Intimidation, what is this guy's? Um, oh, it's going to be a 14. A 14? Okay. He is, uh, your, your general menace and attitude has sent him aback just a little bit. And uh, he's like, well, what is your problem? <laughs> I bet a, a loser like you who's afraid of enclosed spaces. What the? It's not going to be able to stop me from eating your sausage what the hell man (laughs) and i'm gonna take one of his sausages and then i'm going to minor (laughs) illusion a very low ceiling just just five square foot of low ceiling over this guy what an asshole (laughs) (laughs) it's just like it's like a drop one tile of a drop ceiling is falling on one drop ceiling tile (laughs) uh okay uh he he absolutely uh, fails his role. So uh, he looks up and he sees, you know, a, a, like a white tile of drop ceiling falling down on him. He's like, oh, and he gets very much distracted by that for just a brief second. Um, yeah. So I, I take a sausage and eat it. <laughs> I mean, are you just like sh- a shaggy and Scooby just tossing it up in the air and <laughs> swallowing the whole thing? Uh, I, I like take it and twirl it in my fingers. And, like, take a bite <laughs> after bite as I twirl it. <laughs> All right, so the... The, 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 the sausage maker the sausage maker comes to his senses, and uh, he, he catches you twirling, twirling the sausage like a mustache and taking, taking little bites out of it. And he grabs his butcher knife and runs out of the store after you he's like you will not get the better of klaus t phobic (laughs) that's the good Uh, name yeah and so he um he's chasing after you with his knife really quick um uh he uh, spectacularly fails a dexterity check um and he trips and his uh butcher knife goes flying um let me roll that um, everybody, uh, roll me a dexterity saving throw. Actually, it can just be a check. Either's the same for me. It's a 16. 16. Nine. Nine. W- what's the modifier again? Dex. Dex? Yeah. <laughs> 15. 15. Chapman? Uh, that is an eight. An eight. Uh, well, lucky you, uh, the knife flies towards you and uh you're unable to get out of the way and it grazes you uh right right on the arm for two damage oh no your weenus (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna rush towards the guy and try to pin him against the wall (laughs) okay and i'm gonna say to him what's going on in this town he's like 
Oh, I mean, I'm sure you've you've heard about the dam. The dam? Do I look like a loser who would have heard about the dam? A loser like you, who's afraid of enclosed spaces? Look, look, just leave me alone and get the hell out of here. You just take the sausage. I don't even care. I have to start packing up anyway. But go talk to the mayor. He'll tell you. He'll tell you all about what's going on in this village. <laughs> Too easy. Why are you the way you are? You bully. You would never understand me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, as How do you guys hang out with sometimes them? you your grandson goes through a phase where he pretends he's a mall goth and listens to emo music and begins Naruto running through the halls. That's just where Ethan Hawking's is right now. That's a very like 2000 to 2005 reference. God, it's almost like that was when I went through that phase, Brandon. I mean, I was about, oh my God, you you used to go and make fun of butchers and eat their (laughs) sausages in front of them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that, that, I didn't have any friends, so that's what I did. Yeah, I was going to say a 90s reference because I remember being at the mall with the mall goths, but then you said Naruto. Yeah, see, when when the 90s had mall goths, the mall goths were kind of cool. When mall goths existed in my mm-hmm. uh, mall goth era, they all just like hung out at Hot Topic and wore anime shirts. Back in you my You nearly adopted the mall goths. I was born <laughs> Your Edna Wifflebottom voice is awfully close to Bane. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Old Bane in the Batman Beyond movie. <laughs> we just call her Old Bay. <laughs> She's a crab. Um, Spicy. <laughs> you know. But every once in a while, they go through a phase and we're here to support them, aren't we? Nope. No one asked you, Lazarus. You know what? I think it's reflective of what Lazarus was once saying about how there's many roads that lead down the path of redemption, but none of them will make you feel whole except a good breakfast. I'm waiting for you to get on a horse and catch fire and then be next to Nicolas Cage, who is also on fire. (laughs) As you ride through the desert. (laughs) Smoking a Marlboro cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also on fire. Yes. Well, that is how they smoke. Um, so uh, uh, Klaus, Klaus T-phobic is he's had it with you all and he just goes back into the deli and you can see him get out a couple of cardboard boxes and just start packing stuff up. He's like, I don't I don't know what you're trying to do in this town, but if you knew what's best for you, you better get out of here before before you get caught up in the same troubles as everybody else. <laughs> trouble. I'm the one causing trouble. <laughs> You're yes. like a children's book villain. Yes, that is correct. You're the one causing trouble. And I don't have time for it because there are bigger things to worry about. For me to poop on. <laughs> <laughs> Edna is going to start moving towards the mayor. Yeah, the the... You you presume that the large building with like a two story um, bell tower uh, is uh, the like the city office or the the mayor's area. It doesn't have like a big light up nineteen sixties diner sign that says mayor. No, it doesn't. Ugh. Uh, 
Um, but let's say there is a street sign that says uh, government offices this way. But since there's only one street, uh, it's an extravagance that, you know, they had to they had to pass a tax like a, a tax levy to pay for this. So it's the nicest sign in town. It's made of metal and everything. It looks like a blacksmith put it together. All right. It, are you guys with me or is it, am I going alone? Oh, oh, Waverly's been right alongside Edna most of the way. That's, he was a little delayed getting down the hill as compares to uh, Captain Tumbles. But <laughs> other than that, he's been he's been right alongside, right alongside. We now go and fight a lion with a stake. <laughs> I love Lazarus. <laughs> Are you saying that we're going to bring these damn constructors exactly what they've been wanting the whole time? Precisely. Edna's going to take her cane and start wrapping it on the door. Wicka, 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 wicka. A middle-aged woman uh, walks past as you're doing that. She's like, my dear, it is a public building. <laughs> you can just go in. <laughs> well, now, we didn't know if this was one of them there towns what has the mayor living inside town hall where it's like a, a house and a public office in one. And then we ain't got no appointments or nothing. So we want to make sure we're being as polite as possible. Uh, there's uh, If you open the door, there's a sign that says, please seat yourself mayor's office and then it has an arrow well I, I reckon that's indicator enough so waverly opens the door and gets on the floor and then everybody walks the dinosaur mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a reference i was expecting today but i'll take it um yeah so the uh you know, it looks like a traditional government office. Uh, it looks like there is a reception desk, but nobody's manning it right now. Um, uh, there's a box and it's full of uh, life rafts and there's a piece of paper on it that's taped to it that says, you know, take if you need a life raft, take one. If you have a life raft, leave one. Imagine getting on a plane <laughs> and seeing that. <laughs> <laughs> leave a raft, take a raft. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it uh, it looks like maybe there's just, a, you know, a few people who are milling about. They're carrying papers and things like that. They look like they're working. Um, but by and large, it uh, doesn't seem like it's an incredibly populated government office. Edna's going to get up and move over. I'm assuming that there's like some kind of like central desk hub. Yeah, sure. We can assume that. Wonderful. She's going to take her cane and begin wrapping it on the desk mm-hmm. until someone appears. <laughs> I'm glad there the, you guys didn't have to call like a customer service call center or something like that to get this problem <laughs> solved. Everybody would hate you. Uh, um, all right. Edna's the kind of person who just shouts into the AI bot while it's trying to figure out where to send you. So it just immediately connects you to a person. Operator. I think Edna's the kind of person who, when she's in a foreign country, just uses English loudly to try to communicate. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's basically like speaking another language. <laughs> uh, all right, so you're just banging your cane on the. I'm just banging banging the metal head of my cane on on the the top of the table, hoping someone eventually comes to stop me. Um. All right, so behind that behind that table, there is a stairway that goes up to the second floor. 
you don't like you haven't seen anybody walking around the landing or anything up there, but you uh, you know, you after a couple of minutes of just sort of solid banging down there, um, you're you're a couple you're, of minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to work. I don't want to play. I just want to bang on my cane all day. I mean, I think after I think after like ten seconds of banging and no one shows up, Waverly pulls out a harmonica and starts accompaniment. Um. And I pull out a uh, a uh, a jug. The bootstraps is our band name it's too. Like, Hell yeah, Emmett mm-hmm. Otter's jug mm-hmm. band over mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. like a Muppet <laughs> Christmas. You have, you have any idea how hard it is to play a harmonica without lips? Oh God. yeah, I never thought about that. <laughs> I, I've never removed my lips and tried. <laughs> um, you should get some fake lips that you can just stick on there. Like a fake mustache. Some flips. <laughs> just, just the he, part of the harmonica is a lip mount that's like on a slide on it. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. This is how you busk legit. <laughs> <laughs> so so after after a few minutes of solid loud banging down there, uh, eventually uh, you see somebody coming like coming down the hallway up on the second floor and like it looks like they're you know adjusting their pants buttoning them and everything and uh just, just standing there like what what the hell is this racket oh wonderful thank you for, for for coming down we need to speak with the mayor please oh you have found the mayor and he is very irritated at your noise making <laughs> think i've ever seen ferngully oh my god can we legit have like a day where we hang out and watch ferngully because that would be fun for me it's for the best chapman i've i've got time.isup and i verified that i am still in fact recording okay Okay. all right all right who's editing this is scott gonna be doing this scott will be editing this all right sorry scott (laughs) sorry sorry scott